Welcome to Sherapy Sessions Cutting Toxic Family Ties. My name is Dr. Sherry Campbell and I'm your host. I am a leading expert in the niche of toxic family abuse and although my show cannot substitute for therapy, it is a survivor-based show. In me, you're not only going to get an expert, but you're also going to get a survivor as I have also survived toxic family abuse. I know how hard it is. The goal I have is to give voice to the voiceless, to provide skills to help you to protect your peace, to stand your solid ground, and to navigate and heal the heartbreaks caused by toxic family. Please have a pen and paper available to give voice to your thoughts as you listen to each show. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for your bravery. So let the healing begin. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited to have you here today. We are moving out of the in-law scenario, and that series is finished. So congratulations. I hope you got a lot out of it. And we are going to move into the topic of toxic grandparents. I covered this topic in both my books. First one, But It's Your Family, Cutting Ties with Toxic Family, and Loving Yourself in the Aftermath and Adult Survivors of Toxic Family Members. I cover it in a little more detail in But It's Your Family. So if you want more information outside of the show, please go seek those books and those will be in the show notes. So again, get pen and paper out. This is a very controversial topic and one that people have a lot of kickback toward because there's this cultural idea of perfect parents and happy homes and grandparents are sort of framed in this monolithic myth that they're like Mr. and Mrs. Claus. And many grandparents are in healthy families, but not so in toxic families. So when you're dealing with a toxic grandparent, you take a huge swing from the cultural idea of what grandparents are. And it is not fun to go up against that, but it doesn't change your reality. So the bottom line is that toxicity exists in every area and on every level in a toxic family. Toxicity doesn't leave anyone out regardless of their title or role in your life. And this absolutely includes grandparents. Some of the most horrific stories to come through my office have involved people who have cut off from their parents who now use their kids as a tool to manipulate. So when you cut off from your parents, this will often need to include protecting your children from the negative and abusive influence of their grandparents. When your parents and their grandparents reject this boundary in the same way that they've rejected you and created conflict in your life being raised under them, they will place your child in the middle just as a warring divorced couple would do, except that in a divorce, the other parent would have far more rights to their own children than your parents should have to your children. They are not their children. Those children are your children. And toxic grandparents blur those lines and can't see the difference. And again, as a culture, we place an importance on having an extended family and grandparents are a huge part of that. And when they're healthy, again, it makes sense. But when they are abusive, it makes zero sense because not all grandparents are created equal and are too often perceived as harmless elderly folks who just love to spoil the grandkids. When in reality, they are manipulative, controlling, self-serving, people who can inflict an incredible amount of damage if the proper limits on them are not placed. So the telltale signs that you have a toxic grandparent look like this. They try to undermine you as the parent to your own children. 
So for example, if it comes to food restrictions, bedtimes, screen time, and any other rule that you have for your child, the toxic grandparent will come in and obliterate it and not respect you as a parent. And they're going to override your authority because in their eyes, they've got like seniority and they've already experienced raising children. And so they hold this attitude that they know best and what they do is best. And you can't tell them otherwise. It creates so much conflict. So this type of behavior just coming in and usurping your authority erodes trust and it creates conflict. A grandparent's healthy role would be that to fit into the family environment that you've created, to understand that your children are yours and therefore it's up to you to decide when or if you want to delegate authority over to your parent. It's not your parents' right to tell you when they're going to be taking over raising your children. And too many of these toxic grandparents just don't get it. When you go to explain to them like why you have certain rules or that, you know, they've made a lot of parenting mistakes with you that you don't want them making with your own children, your toxic parents will absolutely deny any parenting mistakes that they had. So whenever you bring up these painful moments from your childhood as an explanation of why you'd like to keep your children at a distance where you don't want them around your children 24-7, they gaslight you, of course, and they'll say things like, that never happened you're over-exaggerating, or I don't remember that at all. Are you sure it was me? And quite simply, typical to your toxic parent, they remain totally incapable of reflecting on their character flaws because they hold this belief that they were a phenomenal parent and that the problematic issue was, always is, and will be, of course, you. And now you're the problem with your children. And when your parent like this can't admit fault, then it's also a signal to you that they're totally incapable of learning from their mistakes and improving upon who they are. So why would you want someone like this around your children who are totally innocent? Also, we tend to protect our children in a way that we don't protect anybody else, especially when we've been raised under toxic parents, because we don't want any of the same things done to them that were done to us. We're working on not doing those things to them, and we certainly don't want our parents coming in and damaging our children the same way that we did. So none of this is good for your children. For example, I had a patient whose daughter was extremely allergic to dairy and nuts and a host of other things, but this was made known to everybody in the family. And one day she left her son with her very toxic mother-in-law at the pleading of her husband. And through that pressure, she did allow her son to stay there. And this grandmother uh, fed her son uh, yogurt with granola. And before the son was dropped off, this list was printed and handed to this grandmother. And after ingesting this food, her son had a horrible reaction and ended up needing his EpiPen along with a long visit to the urgent care. And this grandmother claimed that everybody made just too big of a deal out of nothing. She didn't see anything wrong with him and that they made it all up when actually there were hives all over this kid because I saw the photos. Toxic grandparents feel totally entitled to dominate and have time with their grandchildren whenever it suits them. So toxic grandparents feel like you owe them time with their grandchildren. This is now something, another thing you owe them. And they forget that, again, that these children didn't come through them, that they are not theirs. They are your children. And yet if they don't get the time with their grandchildren when they want it, they start complaining they start lashing out and they will start 
doing everything they can to accuse you of using your children to hurt them. It's not always convenient for you to have them over. It's not always convenient for you to drop them off, and nor do you always want to drop them off. You know, you shouldn't have to be pulling in your grandparents to everything that you do with your children just because they want to be involved. These types of grandparents will go as far as demanding times with your kids only, wanting you out and only having your kids because they want to take control of the situation. And when this doesn't work, they, again, like any person that's toxic, they triangulate all your other relatives and they have these people harassing you on their behalf on how mean you are being to your parents and that you're trying to rob them of their grandchildren. And most of the time, these cases aren't nearly that extreme. You say no once or twice and they have kickback. It's just going to make you say no more often because they're acting out. You don't want to go bring your children over to be with someone who's just been acting out on you and they don't want you around. They just want your children around. That makes no sense. In extreme cases, these toxic grandparents have been known to sue their own children in court for visitation rights and even try to take full custody of your kids. Now, if you're like a drug addict and you can't take care of your kids and your kids have had to be placed in either foster care or with your grandparents, you know, they may have a leg to stand on. But when they're just doing this to be revengeful and they're doing this to have power, that they would actually put your children in the middle and pull them through something that is like a divorce. It is only abusive to those children the very most. It's not good for you, but they really are showing you they don't think about your children at all or what they're going to put those children through. They will stop at nothing to get what they believe that they're entitled to. And you can be sure this has absolutely nothing to do with the love of the grandchildren. It's all about just control and punishment. If they truly loved your children, like I just said, they would never put them in the middle against their own parent. They would understand that the most important relationship for a child to have is that bond with their own parent. But these types of grandparents are so ego-based that they're too short-sighted to see that they're being the most damaging person to their grandchildren because they want to punish you for denying any time with them. And they don't care that what they're going to do is really going to hurt your children. These toxic grandparents, again, like most toxic people, are totally known to play the victim Um, A toxic grandparent just has such a huge inflated sense of self and they lack empathy for other people's feelings, which is common, but their ego is so fragile that even the slightest disagreement with them is perceived as a complete attack. And then suddenly in front of your kids, grandma's crying, grandpa's angry, and all of this, these dramatics that go along with the victim role, don't fool yourself to think they're real. They are 100% intentional. They do this and they pour on the tears and pour on the anger and the storming out to elicit sympathy and to remind everyone, kids and grandkids, that they need things to be going their way or else they're going to pull these antics and playing the victim accomplishes just that. Also allowing them to hide underneath all those tears and that anger as if they've done nothing. They're this innocent party in the dynamic that they are creating. Another thing that these grandparents do is they try to buy the love of your children. One of the things that we all look forward to in being around our grandparents is that they tend to bring us presents. You know, kids love that. So a healthy grandparent will be appropriate in those gifts, but a toxic grandparent feeds off of this 
and they find joy in overindulging your kids and cooking them delicious meals, treating them to that extra cookie, the extra brownie, the extra piece of cake. They let them stay up way past their bedtime and they take advantage of this is why grandparents and children adore each other. But as strange as it might seem, you can overgive and overindulge and it's not a good thing. Because it really teaches your children to be very materialistic and to really only like people for what they give them. And that's really not what you're here for if you're a healthy parent. And this excessive gift giving, especially when one child gets better gifts than the others, sends that a message that there's not equal love. And you being raised by these parents, you know that love is never equal. There's good ones and bad ones. There's golden children and scapegoats. And so simply put, If a grandparent engages in this type of selective gift giving where one gets $100 and one gets $10, uh, it's really not good for anyone. It pits siblings against each other and it sets up an asymmetry and they're using their abuse of their own power to abuse. And so it's also very passive aggressive and it's, it's a way to make this overgiving to make the kids like the grandparents more than the parents and to have the kids prefer to be with the grandparents because it's easier than being with the parents because there aren't rules. And if grandkids don't get the exact response that they want from their grandkids, they will not give gifts. And then that's a punishment. And again, it's not about unconditional love or any of the things it should be. Toxic grandparents are definitely not above manipulating you and your children to get what they want. If you've been thrown out one of these gems of, you know, you only have one mother or father, you're going to regret the way you treat me when you die. I've sacrificed everything for you. If your parent has rattled off any of these gems and you are certain, you can be certain that they'll rattle off stuff like this to your kids. Like if, if you don't hug Grammy, you're going to hurt my feelings. If you don't give Grammy that picture that you painted at school, it's going to hurt my feelings. Grammy wants that for her house. I guess you just don't love me. And the other one you get is if you don't come visit me, I'm not giving you any Christmas presents. So It's all manipulation. Children are a perfect target for a manipulator because they're so innocent and they're trusting and nobody wants to have Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus in their life in the form of grandparents more than children. So as a result, your children end up feeling confused and blamed and guilty. And this allows them to comply with this very toxic, horrific treatment and to live under sort of a manipulative guilt that they shouldn't be feeling guilty So you have to really be vigilant when your grandparents are trying to play favorites and to play gift-giving favorites and playing on their emotions to try and divide relationships. One thing that these toxic grandparents are probably the most known for is meddling in your parenting choices. These grandparents just are incapable of differentiating between grandparenting and parenting roles. But a toxic parent absolutely refuses those very obvious differences because they are really obvious. And they insert themselves anyway in every decision that you want to make that concerns their grandkids. They want to tell you how they should be fed, what schools they should go to, what clothes they should wear, you know, what bedtime should be, what foods to eat. I had a patient that, you know, when she gave birth, um, she really didn't want extended family member present for her first few days in the hospital. So her baby could just adjust to the smells and the feels of her and her husband And she ended up having a very difficult labor and a really rough first night of being a mom. And her mother-in-law stormed the room on visiting hours without anyone's permission or knowledge, blasting a camera with a flash, taking pictures right in her baby's face, right in her face, and demanding to hold the baby and had the nerve to mock the baby's name and suggested a different name. (laughs) 
So these stories are surreal, but they actually happen and they happen far more than you'd think because this entitlement that your parents believe they have as grandparents and they don't care. You're their child, so you're not allowed to say no to something like don't come to the birthing room. I don't want anybody there. You know, they come anyway because they're your parent and that's their grandchild. That doesn't make sense. The abuse of power is abuse. Kind of mentioned earlier, these grandparents tend to definitely play favorites and they set up your own family with when you were just being raised by them to have winners and losers. And um, they will do that to your kids too. This is all they know is the conquer and divide scenario. And that's one of the first episodes that I did was the conquer and divides. If you don't know what that is, I encourage you to go listen to it. But they assign roles again, like the golden child and scapegoat. And they do this to your children. And this practice is so cruel and so harmful to a child's self-esteem and emotional well-being. It just does not set any child up for mental health and wellness. So whatever they did to you, raising you, they will repeat those patterns and continue the generational trauma from spinning down. And you have to protect your children. The other thing that's very common is that they have to be like grandparent number one to a toxic grandparent. Any other grandparents are considered unimportant and literally like they don't exist. So that means that all holidays and special events have to unilaterally be spent at one set of grandparents' house. And if the other set of grandparents get any quality time with your kids, your grandparents or your parents, if they're the ones that are like this, literally get crazy and they become hateful toward the other set of grandparents. They begin to hate your spouse and they seem to blame those grandparents and your spouse for pulling their grandchildren away because they expect this bizarre preferential treatment and all this all these public displays of gratitude for every little single thing that they do for their child. The fact that they exist in this child's life, they think there needs to be some gratitude for that. And they also want to be invited on every family vacation, every dinner, and every event that these children might be a part of. And to do that alone, to not have the other family, the spouse's family or parents show up. And when they do show up, the toxic grandparents are just rude. They just make it a situation that nobody wants to be at. So they encourage your kids also to keep secrets from you. They'll encourage your kids to lie to you. And particularly venomous grandparents will say demeaning things about you to your grandchildren to turn your kids against you. My mother was on this path after she had cut me off because she followed the wrong white car to a restaurant, bizarrely enough, as if somehow that was my fault. But nonetheless... She reached out to my ex-husband and she was going to form a relationship with him to have a relationship with my daughter behind my back. And there's not a more toxic triangle that you can create, especially to an ex-husband that she hated. But of course she hates everybody. So this is how these people work. When they start telling your child critical and hurtful things about you, that's not love. They're critical and they're judgmental, manipulative people. And then not only do they criticize you, but they will start criticizing your children that they're not doing this enough. They're not thankful enough. They're not helping enough. They need to be better. They're not good enough. They're critical. They call them nincompoops and they mock them and they do the things just as they did to you when you were being raised. So eventually they do expose themselves to your grandchildren to the same toxicity that you and your spouse are dealing with and so familiar with, except that adults have defenses to deal with this and kids just don't. And their psyches are so fragile and so vulnerable and impressionable. So These critical and hurtful words 
can become their inner voice, just like it became yours. And they develop a very savage inner critic and they fill your children with anxiety and depression and they can get stomach aches before they go see their grandparents. They can just stop functioning because there's too much abuse coming down. So let's get into some how-tos here on how to deal with this. So again, you know, no grandparent is perfect, but also not all grandparents are toxic. And I'm not talking about healthy grandparents in this show. I'm talking specifically about toxic grandparents. And yes, they do exist. They have just such dramatic emotional deficits <laughs> and it makes them have just such a selfish or egocentric worldview. And to them, people are just tools. And that is especially your children because it's just not hard to manipulate children. They're the easiest tools to use, but they use them as a means to an end. And this is because children are so trusting and innocent. And if anything, they trust grandparents even more than anybody else because they're supposed to be the Santa Claus. They're supposed to be the Mrs. Claus. They don't have any anger. They don't have anything but goodness and fairies and pixie dust coming out of them is how, you know, our culture feeds a steady diet of how grandparents look like. But it really makes children not aware that grandparents can be extremely dangerous. There are grandparents that molest their grandchildren. Let's be real here, people. They're controlling. They're selfish. They're systematic. They want power. And if that comes from someone who has a track record of being an abusive parent, then you have the right to be vigilant about allowing them to get anywhere near your child. However, no contact is not the only solution. It is just the end game if they can't behave. So no contact is incredibly serious and it will have a ripple effect throughout the entire family, you can be sure. So just let's make sure you've exhausted all other options so that you've unturned every stone. So make sure you've made every attempt to communicate and set limits describing the exact behaviors that your grandparents are doing that you don't approve of that you don't work and you will not have around your children, like the food and feeding that child yogurt and granola. You need to make your parent crystal clear on how their actions affect your children, how they get stomach aches before going, and et cetera, et cetera. So you have to set boundaries. Again, toxic people don't take well to those. But if all else fails and you believe that contact with a grandparent is incredibly damaged to your child, you have to let them go. And you cannot allow anyone to make you feel guilty about this. You have an obligation to protect your children from harm that comes from anywhere. And that does include people who are supposed to love them, especially grandparents. As painful as this is, no contact with the family member is one sure way to stop the abuse for good. It's not going to be easy. It never is. Because when you cut ties with a parent or a grandparent, you end up dismantling and almost having the entire family unit turned against you. I live it every single day, but I will tell you, it's a lesser evil to have my freedom and to have control over creating my own happiness than to worry about myself and my child being abused and poisoned every time I turn around by my own parents. And I'm sure if you deal with this, you can understand it and you get it. It is up to you to protect your kids. And when your kids get upset or they don't understand right away, you have every right to sit down with your spouse and explain what toxic is to your children and why you're doing what you're doing. It's good for them to learn what toxic is early anyway, so they can see it in other people as they go along in life. Sometimes your child will actually take your grandparents' side or your parents' side because they've been groomed, but you still have to explain what grooming is and how it's not right to ever pit a child against their own parent. And that is the end of our show. I hope that that was helpful. I'm sure it was. And we will talk in a couple of weeks. And until then, be well and take care of you. 
Well, Bravehearts, that concludes our amazing therapy session for the day. Please sign up on my email list at drsherrycampbell.com so that you can be in touch with me and see what's going on in terms of what I'm offering soon, what books are coming out, etc. Talk to you in a couple of weeks.